from the top of the mountain, all the water was coming down. Our creek had a landslide. There was a whole boulder coming down. There was landslides everywhere. It was scary and I didn't know what was happening. Really scary flood. Don't know if you could get out or if it's going to come up really, really high to the point. You can't escape. It was like a miniature tsunami. It was just brown water just powering through, just powering through the trees. It was just the mud as anything I've ever seen. And I just kept on thinking, like, what if the walls came down and just crashed the roof down on us? You're listening to the Young Legends Podcast. You're here with Carlin. I'm Cleo. Hi, I am Liam. I'm Layla. Jessie. And Lucien. My name is Leah Bangloss. Hi, my name is Cosmo. And I'm Oscar. My name is Timothy. Hi, I'm Eden. And I'm Pax. Hi, my name's Frida. I'm Natsu Osazuo. And I'm Ra. And you're, you're listening, listening to 2022 Flood Story. Young Legends Perspective. Grade 5 and 6. Main Arm School. of Monday 28th of February 2022, vast areas of the Northern Rivers, New South Wales woke up to a one in a hundred year flood. Maynarm, a small community nestled in the hills and valleys on the outskirts of Mullumbimby, was impacted by the unprecedented weather event. Shortly after the floods, the children of Maynarm School were interviewed about their experiences. Let's take you back to the flood. Here are the students describing the flood's impact on their school. playground got not really destroyed but the sand under it got completely washed away. The library got kicked off its dates and some of the books in there got destroyed. All the carpets didn't the, the school causeways near it. They didn't get destroyed but I got to look at them when they were running it. They were like huge, probably two metres high. I actually live two houses from the school. So we went down there and it was massive. The whole school was overflowing with water. The chairs were skinny swept away. It was completely covered with mud, half a metre thick mud everywhere. The canteen had quite a lot of water in it. All the benches were washed up on the like fences. Most of the fence poles were broken. The sport shed, the place that we mainly stayed at at lunch, was like fully broken and most of the stuff was gone. It looked bad. They want to close down our school. They say it's not safe. I hope it's not going to happen. All the class, well, most of them are like mouldy and stuff, so they have to like take out the carpet and everything. It's pretty cool seeing all the destruction, but pretty devastating at the same time. Well, seeing the school getting cleaned up is pretty good. I feel like when we get back there, it'll be a bit different. Yeah, I am looking forward to going back to Maynard School. Signs of the weather, the Now, let's hear about what was happening in their homes at the time of the flood as they take us back. So we had quite a big flood. It did get into our street pretty bad. 
we only really had it up to our ankles through the house. It felt pretty weird seeing it that way. Then it went down a bit more and we got rescued by the SES in a boat and we went to the evacuation centre so we didn't have to stay there again because that night it got very deep, like all the streets were underwater. We couldn't get out for the first few days. There was two trees in the way and a landslide. So we cleared all that up. Then there was this big hole in the road and it was pretty dangerous. Yeah, then we went down a little further. Another big landslide, heaps of fallen trees. It was really crazy. We live in a hill near the Federation Bridge and that night when it rained really heavily, our downstairs, it always gets flooded. But this time it didn't. So we were just sleeping and we thought, yeah, it won't be that bad for us. After that really, really heavy rain, it started going downstairs and really flooding. And we found out the Federation Bridge was over. It was scary, but it was more scary because if it ended up getting really bad, we can't go anywhere. There's no way to get out if we need to get out. That was, I think, the most scary part. It's also a bit annoying. We have to drive quite a while because William's bridge broke. Yeah, I really do miss being able to go to town easily. It actually reminded me a bit like COVID, being trapped in the house, not seeing your friends. I've been in one more flood, except it hadn't come into our house before. This one was different. Is your house damaged? Not really, no more the property that's damaged. We need to get a big bulldozer to push all the rocks out. And we need to push the creek back so that if it does happen again, then it wouldn't start so close to the house. The day was like flooding and stuff. And there was just mud and silt everywhere. The tree nearly fell on one of our cars. My mum's house did get really affected. There was mud four centimetres tall and then the water there was like 30, 40 centimetres tall. My house didn't get affected. It's on like a hill so it didn't go on my house but there was a little waterfall because we had a pond next to our house so the water just like rushed down from the pond. Only like a little bit got in the house and we just put towels on Our playground is kind of broke. A tree fell on it. So that's all broken. My mum woke up at one and started getting the water. I woke up at two because I could hear like there was like massive rain and I'm like, Jesus, this is not good. All the water was really high and I was like, oh no, the whole house is going to be flooded. It's going to happen. Well, it didn't actually like come into the main house, but our toilet, it's a few steps down. But yeah, that all was just black, brown water. I saw poo floating around, a Pokemon card, wasn't even mine. I just saw everything I did not want to see. One of the walls could have like crashed because it was building up too much pressure. So they had to smash a whole bunch of windows so that it would just release pressure and wouldn't like break the whole house. And I just kept on thinking like, what if the walls came down and just crashed the roof down on us? second day didn't have power for like a day and a half so yeah we couldn't really do much. I just stayed home and was just trying to get as much food and like we were just filtering the water. Whereabouts is your house? 
down Pine Ave, so where everything got really hit and big piles of trash and mouldy stuff. My mum couldn't get out of Maynam because there was like a river through it. She was stuck at home. When I woke up, it was just a river with mini waves, like the ocean, and it was just pretty scary. My dad's been in the SES for a few years. I just called him straight away. He just told me all the stuff that the SES people would want us to do. And what did he say? What, what kind of advice did he give you? Get everything high up. So, like, if the water actually came in, the stuff that we actually needed wouldn't get affected by the flood. Just stay calm and, like, just keep looking at how it's, like, rising or lowering. I felt safe. I just calmed myself down more. We didn't really get affected by water because we're on, like, a big mountain. The back of our house, there was a couple landslides nearly hit our house. The water that the landslides came with made a stream into our garden. In the shed, there was oil leaking, like all the precious stuff were just gone, destroyed. It was pretty sad. All I was thinking about was like my friends and family. It wasn't just the children's homes that were affected, their friends and neighbours were too. From landslides to sewage leaks, let's hear some of their stories. There was a house and there was a lady sleeping up there. She heard a crack, a rumble, looked outside and saw a whole mountain just coming down. She ran out, no torch, and it barely missed her. I know a person, all their cars floated away, every last one of them. That was pretty scary. I keep hearing stories that parents with five siblings had to get on the roof. I was pretty shocked about that. My mum's friend, she lives opposite the showground. She went outside the front garden and it was just like a river and then she went to her back garden, river. And then she just heard this gurgling and gurgling and gurgling. And she went to the bathroom and then she realised the sewage pipe was broken. It was just all sewage water coming and rushing into her house. One of our neighbour's caravans was floating down the street. Some people in like avocado court, they were just sitting right on the roofs. It felt really weird because I'd usually know the street as a place that me and my friends in the street would play in. And then it was just a river and there were rapids throughout the place. It was like a miniature tsunami. It was just brown water just powering through, just powering through the trees. Our neighbour, he was stuck, his road was blocked off. So he went up the mountain and then he came back down around the thorn trees and the landslide. You keep worrying about your friends and your family, see if they're okay. Up at my auntie's, they had huge landslides and it made like a ravine. Some guy was just sitting on the bench out front of the pub and then all this water was just gushing, gushing down and they were just waiting there. My friend had really big landslides at his house and destroyed his trampoline and that was pretty scary. There was this funny thing that went on with our neighbours, so their little siblings were still asleep and their beds were floating around, so like they were asleep on the beds just going around their rooms. The cockatoos are screeching along. 
That's when I listen the most. Many families have pets, and what happens to them in the midst of torrential rain and gushing water? From bunnies to ducks, everyone's lives were affected by these treacherous floods. My duck that I got for my dad for Father's Day is going good. I was a bit sad because we couldn't get down to go see him because the water was like blocking our way. So I was a bit worried that he was going to be gone, but he survived, which is good. My dog was at this dog sitter's place and we didn't have time to pick him up. So we just like just got into our house before it flooded. So he was there for like five days. So I have one dog. His name is Charlie and four fish. Were you scared that they were going to, like, escape or...? Yeah, I was actually worrying about that a bit. I thought it would get high enough to do that, but it got nowhere near. My rabbit, Snoopy, was on my mouldy bed, so they were keeping Snoopy on top of the bed when the water was there. I was really worried about my chickens. Yeah, but they're all okay. Our dog, he was just so frightened because he hates water. He was just wrapped up in blankets, just like shivering. A dog, his name's Django. He is three, and I'm pretty sure he's part German Shepherd and Kelpie. I also got a bit scared because I wouldn't want him just to leave him down there. Were you scared because your dogs were left alone? Yeah, that's the main thing I was worried about. My dog, Minnie, and then when they saw us, they gave me the biggest dog hug. It, like, jumped on me, and then we had, like, a little tumble and wrestle. So good. Just knowing that my dogs were okay was so good. Kind of happy that my pets were saved. So many people were left with nothing. Their homes, cars, and personal belongings destroyed and damaged. Let's find out what the students are missing the most after the water subsided. Did you lose anything, like, important to you? I lost my PlayStation and some other stuff and a load of random stuff we had in the carport. We don't have internet up in Palmwood, so I'm a bit annoyed about that one. There's not that much stuff to do, so I get quite bored. The bridge going into Mullum, the quickest route, got destroyed. And also that had all the phone lines and internet cables, so all the internet has been cut off. We had to throw out most of our furniture, most of the stuff actually. We lost water for maybe like a week. Yeah, because one of our pipes broke. So we had to like go get water from like a stream to flush our toilet. It was a bit weird because usually we don't really run out of water. I just didn't want it to flood. <laughs> That's when I We hope you've enjoyed part one of this first-hand account of the immediate aftermath of the 2022 Northern Rivers floods, as told by the young legends of Maynard School. This podcast was recorded and produced by Leela Shostak, Rosella Torres, and myself, Manet Shortland.